0: welcome back thank you so much for joining us Uh, if you're just joining us a welcome we're the pot smoking moms uh we have this podcast and we're so glad that you can join us uh today uh we are here with a very special guest uh and the usual me sunny d and our other beautiful co-host captain jane hello And joining us today is a friend of ours, Bradley King. He is a cannabis coach. He's a cannabis coach, which is super interesting to me. And we're going to talk to (laughs) him a little bit about that and what he does. Yes. So how's everybody doing? Hello.
1: Great. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm very, very excited to be here.
0: Yeah, man. Can you guys hear my dog now, right now? Yes. I will probably have a situation
1: like that, too, happen.
0: (laughs)
2: Yeah, let me... Let me close my window. So what are you smoking on there, Bradley?
1: I am smoking on Stone Road Pre-Rolls. They are a, um, I believe they do multiple, I'm not 100%, they're a new company to me, but I think they do all sorts of, I think they do concentrates too, but don't quote me on that, but Big Flower Company down here in SoCal. And they, um, I think mainly distribute in LA, if I'm correct. But it is good. This is a sativa. Um, I don't even know what is it. Chem dog. Okay, chem dog. Yeah, there you go. So it's gonna be it's gonna pretty good right now.
2: <laughs> what's so cool about all the products over there in California is that everything is packaged and everything is like brand name, like yeah. products. You know, we're not there yet where we have all that crazy variety like you guys right. are there it's really cool I'm smoking actually in honor of you because I know you're a Star Wars fan I wore my
1: Star
2: Wars shirt yes <laughs> it makes me so happy some Skywalker OG from Julie
1: you just melted my heart all around that's amazing <laughs> that's pretty good.
0: I'm smoking GG4 from Sutera. it's a free roll but um, there you go I don't know is that
2: Granddaddy Perp or something like that I don't know I think it is the granddaddy
1: person. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs>
2: You're smoking a sativa now? Do you like, do you prefer sativa? Like, I prefer indicas. I'm
1: a sativa it? hybrid. Okay. So I would choose sativa dominant hybrids because I think, it's just the kid. You know, I have a 10-year-old boy that, especially right now with quarantine and stuff, he is unbelievably active, you know, like just all over the place. So I gotta be really like uppity you know my my family right now too is really depending on me like cleaning a lot because both my uh, my husband and my mom that live with me are essential workers so I'm very much stay at home dad right now I'm just doing everything for the family and it's a sativa definitely definitely does the trick but I don't want to be too much you know if I do a really strong sativa it gets my heart just fluttering a million miles an hour and I'm I'm not about that life like I don't want that crackhead like feeling you know (laughs) but it's good I enjoy it
2: so the 420 holiday um we had a pretty successful 420 virtual session. it was pretty awesome um I know you also had some virtual sessions as well yes. uh, Bradley but we didn't know what the heck to expect when we started that right Dee? <laughs> yeah right.
0: <laughs> it kind of just blew up into this thing and we were like okay well this is gonna happen and it was pretty pretty successful you know I mean it's a learning experience I think we're all kind mm-hmm. of navigating this new you know normal so it's like and and i'm still not used to doing zoom uh zoom meetings with uh for the podcast because it just it feels a little awkward and you know you with the microphones and the headphones like you get into this zone that it's just like it's not the same when you're doing zoom sessions and i don't
2: know right really hard and out. it's especially not the same because we're not together like it was our excuse to get together once a week and shoot the shit And you now right this is the way we it now
0: but but the good side the flip side is that we are able to talk to more people in a wider uh range of area like we people who we would have never really Talked to before when we got out together on 420 with all of um all of the well there was mostly ladies there were a few dads and stuff in there
2: I think we had two gentlemen join throughout go. the whole thing and the rest were all ladies and all moms and I we had moms from all over the country it was amazing I, I that's was,
1: awesome like,
2: I can't believe the reach that we've made from here in Little Hialeah Florida Not I never yet. thought that this <laughs> many people would actually be tuning in and listening to our free asses every week. Yeah, for
1: sure. That's amazing, though. That really is. It's, and that that is what's really unique about this, right? Because we get on, like, so the social media platforms, like the Instagram and, like, the TikTok, you know, like, we get on live and people just comment, you know? And the Instagram, you can join people every now and then, but only, like, one person, you know? Mm-hmm. The Zoom thing is so intriguing almost that like everybody like you can see everybody you know and everybody can see you and you're having this big conversation you can see everybody like looking around at everyone like what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing you know and it's it's kind of more entertaining to be honest like it's different though for sure like I agree with that it's it's different but I don't know I'm kind of I'm kind of been it though I kind of like it
2: it was cool because <laughs> it's like we got to have a moment with our followers and listeners like people that we comment and dm with and talk to pretty often we actually got to see them face to face and talk and have interactions and have moments and great conversations like some women opened up about some really amazing parts of their you know stories chapters in their lives that are very private and they were really open and it was a beautiful thing it really was and everybody was connecting was connecting through it it
0: was great to see people connecting through it because towards the end, we would see people kind of signaling to one another and talking in the chat and, and like, going, hey, like, let's be
2: friends outside of this, right. you know? Yeah, right. they lived in the same state, and they realize, hey, we're in the same state. Like, where are you?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing, though. It's amazing to get people that kind of connection, because especially right now, during times like this, you know, I really want to try to do, I'm doing something similar on the 28th of April, just, like, a big Zoom sesh. We're going to kind of do a, like, mini Q&A, just talk about, like, what we're doing to keep our kids entertained, stuff like that. But I really want to try to do that weekly right now, you know, especially because I think this is going to honestly continue potentially past May, Mm -hmm. just over here in California, at least, because like our cases are just skyrocketing every single day. So it really is important for people to have that interaction, especially for mental health reasons, you know?
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely. And if it's any time to either aggravate, you know, dormant, uh, things emotionally and mentally right now, it's like now's the time that it's like it's 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 insane because there's so much crazy stuff happening and it it just heightens people with that already have it and it it, it affects people who don't who don't have or don't show signs of like mental uh, issues like that you know, right.
1: Yeah, this is good. It,
0: it could be pretty traumatizing. I mean, but you just kind of learn to kind of remove ourselves from all that and do things like this to connect with people and just talk about all the other stuff that makes us happy, you know?
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's all you can do right now in this moment. You know, it's just the best that we can every day and try to connect with people the best that we can. And it, it helps. This stuff does help.
0: Yeah, uh, we're going to do, since it was so successful, we're going to do a a virtual sonar karaoke, which was kind of me goofing around, making suggestions, you know, writing checks I can't cash. Right. (laughs) Get your bar very low, so that way you you don't mind the dust that's happening, because we're all kind of learning these new technologies.
1: Right. Absolutely. And that's okay. We'll keep learning together.
2: But i'm excited that
0: for that I, I still have to pick my song yeah we're gonna <laughs> do it it's gonna be fun i'm inviting everybody to to get wild and crazy uh what song are you singing
2: what's our a little help from my friends because i love the beatles and it's an easy song it's not too hard and it's fun and we all get high with a little help from our friends and there you
1: go. Yeah. <laughs> i like that, that
2: one. what would be your song what's going to be your song
1: I, if I had to choose a song, I would say, so I did, okay, um, I did Cardi B, Bodak Yellow at karaoke, like, a year ago, year and a half ago, and I slayed it, and I kind of messed up at the end, so, like, my goal has always been to repeat it and just, like, demolish it, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I just want to, like, I want to do a full-blown performance, (laughs) like. I don't know. That's just like, that's my
0: vision. <laughs> you have a week. You have a week to prepare for this moment. Let's do it. I
1: really think I need to start, like, pra- I need to put on my heels right after this and start practicing.
2: <laughs> I would love to see that. I really hope that you join us and do that. that would be <laughs> I do. And I hope everybody.
0: I
1: would love to. Everybody. I'll totally look at everything after this. It'll be fun.
0: Yeah. I think it's going to be really fun. I mean, even if it's a bunch of, uh, a few of us just, you know, messing around and having a good time. Like, yep. Um, it'll be fun. I I wanna sing some Beastie Boys, not gonna lie, but I don't know.
2: <laughs> I know that's your <laughs> yes.
1: yes, that's awesome.
0: We'll see. That's that Saturday, so May 2nd at 7 p.m. If you guys haven't submitted your emails to our email list, do so so we could send you the Zoom link and you guys can join us on Saturday, May 2nd at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Eastern time. Okay. Um so, so getting to know you a little bit, I I knew about you because Captain J had talked about you from Instagram, but mm-hmm. she started following you on TikTok, and I was like, look at this guy, he's so charismatic, he's so, like, fun, and you're, the camera loves you. Thank you. And uh, as soon as I saw your TikToks, so I was like, Ben is one, I was like, oh, I like this guy. I would even <laughs> send Jay like, videos and be like, uh, yeah, I love him.
1: Yeah, you guy <laughs> <are. laughs> oh you're awesome thank you
0: so um tell us a little bit about cannabis coaching what is that that's so intriguing it's so
1: absolutely yeah, so was- cannabis coach kind of started back in so what year are we in right now <laughs> <What> <laughs> how could
2: you that's forget right. <laughs> i know
1: we're not we're not 2030 right okay 2020, 2020. um Back in like mid 2018, I started social media and I started Instagram and everything. And I was like, I started as just doing um, fully comedy. So I wanted to just do kind of comedy cannabis, but it, it consisted a lot of overconsumption, which I don't think is like a bad thing, but that's kind of like what my message kind of became was this comedy, let's overconsume, let's show all this coughing, et cetera. I kind of was just becoming someone basically just for, what is it called? The clout?
0: Uh-huh. Okay. That's what
1: it's called. I'm learning these things. I'm like, what is a fucking clout? Oh, my God. The other day, my husband's like, I don't. we we Googled it. I didn't want to say that on here, but I Googled it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what I did, though. You know, like I was doing videos just for that, you know, and and what ended up happening was... I was talking to somebody um, at the time about, you know, really, um, I was still doing life coaching and my social media, but I was talking to somebody about incorporating cannabis into a coaching session and I've never done it before. Um, and I realized, you know, why don't I give this a try and see, you know, how it is. Worst comes to worst. We get a little too stoned. We laugh. And then I have a recession, you know, without it. So basically we ended up having a very successful session and it went, it went very, very well. Um, he really opened up. We both like got really emotional, like a lot really got resolved and he's actually doing really successful today, which is incredible. But with that being said, I decided to kind of change my entire social media approach. And I was like, you know what, like, why am I trying to be like this? You know, and I'm not trying to like set stereotypes or anything like that, you know, but I was just trying to be somebody I, I wasn't, you know, I was trying to just represent somebody that wasn't me. So I completely just revamped everything and I was like, you know what? I'm going to become cannabis coach. I want to be the life coach that offers cannabis in my sessions that the client desires. Um, and my content changed from all this comedy stuff to let's start to bring a lot of awareness to mental health and how much cannabis really, is that too loud? Okay. Don't I'm so
2: sorry.
1: Okay. My window's open. I'm not going to say anything. Just tell me if it gets a little loud. Okay. Um, But so I was like, you know, I started changing my content to just like the mental health and bringing awareness what cannabis does for me. And I started um, really reaching out to like the parent community and just trying to break the stigma, but also, you know, really, I don't know, like my, my thing was in the very beginning was that I just wanted people to know that it was okay to smoke a joint if they were crying you know and i want or i wanted a mom to know that if she was having a hard time with her baby she doesn't need to feel bad if she wants to go take a little bit of an edible so she can relax so she's not sitting there all anxiety driven all day you know what i mean like that's the whole purpose of cannabis coach is is really that i want to show the world that there's those moments in my life that i want to consume to help my mental health and there's times in my life i want to consume just to have fun <laughs> and it's not a big deal either way you know what I mean um so everything just kind of started changing and like life coaching got really successful um things got really good there for a long time coaching has kind of uh slowed down a little bit since um I mean especially like this last like six months or so um just with everything going on you know people can't really afford it and stuff and that's fine but you know everything just really just started to revamp and i um you know really found that this was like my niche i guess you know it was the 420 canaparent community you know but also too a lot of my um following per se is is just people that deal with mental health in general and a lot of people don't even use cannabis but they like the fact that i talk so openly about my anxiety and my ptsd and the daily struggles you know because it's really easy I think for influencers especially to kind of just throw on a face Mm. um you know and and try to show everybody that life is really perfect but I'm all about being the one that's like I'm just gonna be my most authentic self I'm literally gonna show you fucking everything and you're either gonna like it or you're gonna hate it you know and everyone not everyone you know because I do get a lot of hate unfortunately and, and we all do but um a lot of people really like that. They really like to know that they can just be themselves and say fuck it and, you know, come to my page and feel like they're okay doing what they do.
2: I know, I love it.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, life coaching is just, it's, it's been wonderful. And right now, especially during this pandemic, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful for this profession. Um, so many people need it right now. I'm sorry if I get emotional. You know, I deal with a lot of emotions all day with coaching and people are really going through stuff right now, you know, and people really need somebody to just, just to listen to them. Not everybody has a spouse or a best friend to call or a mom to, to reach out to, you know, like people are really struggling and there's a lot of people that are alone in this and it's just, it's been a blessing. I've I've been very grateful um, right now with clients and just being able to
0: help everyone. So
2: yeah.
0: And We talked about, about having like our ups and downs because this is like a whole roller coaster. Mm-hmm. But like when we're up, we're helping people who are down. And then when we're down, we find those people who are up to help us out of our little, you know, yeah. little episode because it's like sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then you're just kind of like, Whoa. yeah. So you just have to kind of end faith, really. Right.
1: Absolutely. But it's it's amazing, you know. My, I I try to be as selfless as I can every day, you know. And I really try and give back to people as much as I can. And, um, you know, with everything with TikTok recently too, you know, my parent audience has grown a lot bigger. So it's been really, really cool to talk to so many parents recently. And I've just been, I've I've really stopped kind of doing a lot of, um texting and whatnot. And I've been doing a lot of just like video messages to people and people have been loving that, you know, and it's just been, I don't know, life coaching is very therapeutic for me too. You know, like I get a lot out of helping.
0: So, but what did you, how did you get to life coaching? Like what happened that you thought that this, this was for you and what what led you there?
1: Yeah. So it's kind of a crazy story. So when, when I was um, a wee little one, so when, when I was 12 years old and 13, I started to dabble into drugs and alcohol, unfortunately, and hard drugs, not, not cannabis, but hard drugs. I was a really intense kid, basically from age 13 to 16. And I put myself in some really intense scenarios and I I got very um, addicted to all sorts of different substances and I was heavily drinking and I was bulimic and I was suicidal. And I went through, um, being sexually assaulted by somebody at sixteen, and things were like really crazy, so my parents ended up sending me to rehab right before my seventeenth birthday, and just to kind of sum it up, because it's a very long story, but just to kind of sum it up, basically, I was in there for uh, seven and a half years, so not in the rehabilitation, but just in sobriety in general. So I didn't have any sort of substances, cannabis, alcohol, anything i did I did smoke uh, tobacco um, but nothing else for seven and a half years. And I really kind of grew up, I guess you can say in recovery and in sobriety. So that's from age 17 to 24. Um, I was completely sober. So I really got my, I don't want to say, well, I got my shit together (laughs) is really what it was, you know? And I, I had an opportunity at a young age to really grow up, you know? And I really like, I just put my mind, you know, first and I really took care of myself. And I ended up getting to a spot of like two years sober where I was like, you know what? I really just want to help people more than what I'm doing just in recovery, you know? So I started to kind of do life coaching um, before actually going to like school and getting some um, certifications for it and stuff, which you can do, by the way. Life coaching does not need to be a certified profession um, read up on it because you do need to have, you know, some, you know, background and some life experience and stuff like that. There's a lot into it. I do recommend doing some sort of classes of some sort if you can, but, um, you know, I I just kind of started doing that and I noticed how much it helped me because, you know, therapy is a lot like, Therapy is really diving into the past, you know, whenever you're sitting down with somebody, let's dive into the past, let's figure out why you're feeling this way, you know, let's bring up all these issues, et cetera, et cetera. The whole point, what what I love about a life coach is that I help somebody at their current spot in life get, um, hold on one second, I'm sorry, that was my son, I apologize, Um, my whole uh, purpose is to help somebody get to that comfortable spot in their life where they're feeling great about everything that they're doing you know so I'm focusing on the now and the future you know what I mean I'm not focusing on the past it's okay what's going on right now with you and let's do all that we can to get you better and keep you going and keep you you know improving your life and going for your goals and your dreams and that's what I that's what intrigued me I was like oh that's what I want I want to be that inspiring bitch like I want to be like you know like I'm I'm really and you know therapists do that too you know, i I've met some incredible therapists throughout the years and I've also had some incredible therapists, but I just don't want to dive into like the past and stuff with people too much. You know, like, that's not really like where I feel like I can help, you know, like I want to be that motivational cheerleader for people. That's that they're calling every day. Like I'm just having a hard time going to school and I'm like, you can do it. You know, like that's, that's who I want to be. Like, that's my mentality, you know, and my vibe. So
0: it's super rewarding. Yeah
1: it really is it's Especially very good
0: Helping with someone's growth and it's seeing the growth and
2: seeing them
0: flourish into you know into a good groove
1: mm-hmm. it's the best part
2: sober until you were 24 so how did you get back like into smoking cannabis or into using cannabis
1: yeah so that um when i was 24 i basically hit a spot at seven and a half years sober where I was doing everything that 12 step recovery was recommending to me, but my mental health was almost getting worse. And I didn't know why. My anxiety was getting worse. My um, past trauma was coming up more. And I didn't really know what to do about it. Um, so, what ended up happening, hold on one second, I'm so sorry.
0: You heard-
1: it's the neighbor kid. That's what that is. That was my kid. I apologize. You're
2: fine. Um, Your I'm so sorry.
1: Parent life. Uh, parent life right? and neighbor and quarantine, you know, parent. I feel you. I'm sorry. The parent's probably like, oh, gosh, this kid won't stop yelling.
2: Um outside.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> but <clears throat> so my mental health got worse. Um, It got a lot worse, to be honest with you, there at the end of recovery, and um, the recovery program I was in over in uh, Arizona at the time, and the 12-step recovery group that I was a part of, and I associated myself with regularly, did not recommend medication um, at all, so um, I was really, you know, so I was like stone-cold sober just dealing with all this mental health issues, you know. No
2: medication, not even pharmaceuticals?
1: Not even pharmaceuticals. They didn't recommend it. At least these people did. it. I'm not saying all 12-step recovery like this. You know, I think nowadays, too, they're especially a lot more open to it because they realize mental health is, like, some serious shit, and talking about it all the time isn't going to help. Like, sometimes you need to, to swallow a little something or inhale a little something, you know, to feel better. Um, but, you know, that's just kind of how it was at the time, and I kind of drove myself crazy. So I ended up um, basically behind all their backs, <laughs> my sponsors back at the time going and seeing a therapist and I ended up getting on medication and I ended up um, getting on some medication at the time. And I, I got really numbed out from it because I went from just being completely sober to like a high dose of like, you know, basically antidepressant. And that's
0: what um, you suggested like right away? You didn't suggest anything else other than that?
1: My Well, I was at the point where I was having really high panic attack anxiety um, to the point where I was at work and I would just start, you know, just racing about, finances or, you know, what am I going to do this weekend? Or, you know, my car needs an oil change. Oh, it's been months. I don't know. And then I would literally just get, I would leave work because I would be tripping out so hardcore and I, I couldn't handle even going back in there. And I would cry all the way home because my heart would be racing. And it was that intense of anxiety at the time intensive anxiety the this again it, it, i really think it was the sponsor that i had at the time but he still didn't recommend anything so the doctor thought i was i was pretty intense at that point um it got pretty you know up there for me so he recommended definitely a higher dosage he didn't like knock me on my ass you know but I, it was a pretty you know high dosage at the time um and yeah i just didn't like that numbed out feeling so you know i was trying to do recovery still but trying to take these pharmaceuticals behind all their backs and I was just going nuts, you know? So I talked to my parents actually, and they were actually kind of my biggest motivators. And they were like, well, have you thought of any other alternatives? I was like, I don't really know of any. And um, they were like, well, you should talk to your cousin. And my cousin at the time was like, hey, um, you know, I've heard of, you know, medical cannabis. So I ended up, she didn't direct me specifically. That was kind of the only conversation I had with her. But then like the next couple of days, I got connected with some friends that were using it they suggested it, they were like, it's very different from when you were, you know, 16 years old smoking, you know, that was what, 13 years ago now, almost 14, yeah, 14, oh my gosh, almost 14 years ago now, Um, you know, so cannabis was very different back then, Um, so my first time really smoking medical cannabis, like, I really noticed, like, a holy shit, you know, so, I basically said, you know what, I'm just going to try it. I spent like a whole week kind of debating back and forth with like all this sobriety. Do I really want to do this again? And my husband and my parents were like, you know, like I was saying my biggest supporters and like, just do it, honey. If this is really what you feel like you need for you, like try it, you know? And I did. And I had, I was one of those people, thankfully, that like after trying it again, so that was, yeah, seven and a half years of not doing it. um, I had a really good first experience and I felt so sane and my, thoughts stopped like taking over me that night and i felt calm and i'm gonna probably start crying talking about it to be honest with you because i still remember that moment with it you know and people don't understand i think sometimes what cannabis really can do for you Mm -hmm. um and that was that moment for me where i was like holy shit like i'm relaxed now and i'm calm and i feel okay and i'm not freaking out and like what the fuck you know and i'm not numbed out though you know and that's like the crazy part about it is like I'm still coherent and I'm not numbed out. And it's like, what? (laughs) Like, it was like a miracle kind of. And I'm not going to be like, uh, you know? So it was just that moment for me. And I was like, I just have to, I have to try this. And it, it was, it was wonderful. So I'm very thankful. And I ended up just leaving recovery and I chose that path instead. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's, I've, I've never felt this. I think probably within the first two weeks of me using medical cannabis, I felt more sane than I did in probably the last three years at that point, you know, and it was, it was a really incredible experience. So cool.
2: yeah. <laughs> and now you're the cannabis coach.
1: No, I am the cannabis coach. Yes. <laughs> That's actually my husband's idea. He was like, you should call yourself cannabis coach. Cause you're a life coach and you want to use cannabis. I'm like,
0: okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And what's something else that we talk a lot about is because we're parents. I have little ones. I have a uh, almost one year old and a three year old. Mm. Six he's uh
2: six, right? Julian. Oh Julie, I you broke up a little bit. You said Julian, yeah, he's six. My son's six. Aww.
0: And you have an older son, we understand. How do you you know, have you talked to him about cannabis? We're always like picking other parents' brains because we want to hear from all the parents what their approach is and kind of like, you know, learn a little bit. I think everybody's always kind of interested in hearing.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, this is one of the hardest things I think for almost a parent to do is like, how do I, like, how do I approach my kid with the fact that I smoke weed? You know, like, what do I do? Um, so I, so we've had him now, so we adopted him. I want to say almost six years ago now and he's 10 and a half and he's, and he's known since he was nine. So just this last like year and a half and specifically this last six months, I've been getting more open with him. So how he kind of first found out was he ended up, um, finding unfortunately a grinder on our kitchen counter and it was fully open. So he was able to see the, um, you know, the flower and everything. And he was like, what, he's like, what, what is this dad? You know, he called me in. he's like, dad, I kept running it. I'm like, yeah, he's like, what is this? And I was like, oh, it, um, uh, you know, my initial reaction, I'm like, okay, herbs, let's, you know, oregano, I don't know. Yeah, and good. then I'm like, no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> gotta think fast.
1: Right. I, like think really fast, you know? And I'm like, no. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Let me explain this to you. I was like, this is called cannabis. And he was like, okay. I was like, so it is, um, can you guys hear the birds at all or no? Yeah, we can. It's
2: okay. okay. Yeah, fine. Is it
1: okay? Yeah. Okay. If you need me to show some, just let me know. <laughs> um, but so we, you know, I broke it to him basically about that and he ended up kind of just dropping it. And then specifically around summer of last year is when I was like, you know, I think I'm just going to be more open about it, you know, and, I've always, like, smoked in the garage, and it's never been, like, an issue. It's never really questioned why I need to go into my room for five, ten minutes, you know, or anything like that. Or why I'm stepping outside really quick around the corner. Um, but I don't know. I just, I hit a spot over last summer where I was like, you know what, I think I'm just going to start being more open about it. Because everything, especially last summer, that's when Cannabis Coach was kind of in full-blown, like, sh- like stuff was, like, really booming, you know, like, stuff was really going good for me. So I felt like that was kind of like the last thing I needed to do was like, tell my kid, you know, I was like, well, I'm telling all these parents, it's okay to smoke, but where I'm hiding it from my son, you know? So I don't know. I was like, you know, I'm just going to like be really open about it. So now like there's times like when in the morning, you know, when he's like really wanting to hang out and I'm like, oh no, no, you know, dad needs to um, just do like his medicine really quick. You know, I never say like medicate because I don't know, I don't want him to say like dad has got to go medicate real quick. Yay. Um, it sounds a little weird for me, but you know, I, so I explained it to him as the cannabis and then as a, a plant medicine. And I explained it to him that it, it, you know, grows from the ground. It's natural. I explained to him the, what the cannabinoids are, you know, that, um, that's what's in CBD. Cause he sees all my tinctures cause I have a ton of tinctures, you know, and I'll explain you know, that's all the good, you know, vitamins and stuff from the plant that they take and the plant. He knows that getting high, is not just daddy getting stoned. It's daddy relieving his anxiety and his, his stress. And, but the thing is, is like my son knows that it's not a bad thing because I don't go out there and act crazy around him you know what I mean it's like after I smoke I'm like who's that kid you know like there's times I'm definitely like more up there and I'm ready to like let's play let's have fun and you know but like yeah, we all mm-hmm. yeah exactly so now it's really and what I was trying to say earlier is like what I've been doing since the summer specifically is like now if he like sees stuff I'm open about it. Like, you know, if I accidentally leave a, you know, a water, uh, you know, bong out, you know, he sees it. What is that? Oh, that's what I use for my medicine. You know, instead of like, oh, oh shit, <laughs> you know, like you gotta hide it. Or if he finds the jars or if he finds the baggies or, you know, whatever it is, like the, edi- the edibles was the worst though. He did find a brownie and I had explained to him it was a medicated brownie. He was like, so I can't have any. And I was like, no, <laughs> you ever see anything packaged you don't touch it ever (laughs) like you know
0: as they get older and they're able to kind of make their own decision and what kind of snack they want you have to start putting your shit under lock and key
1: Yep, that's exactly how it is right now everything's under lock and key my concentrates my flowers in my room all hidden everything is but it's good he's very um he's amazing i'm very blessed with a very understanding honestly what it is is that if you just explain it to them the first time and don't make it out to be a bad thing
0: yeah
1: and don't make it to be this like like hidden secret then it's not going to be a big deal if you're just like oh that's my medicine well why is it green and why is it like that well because it's flour and i smoke it you smoke it yeah it's it's not like tobacco i explained that to my son i'm like it's not like tobacco i don't sit there and get you know all this crazy stuff and um you know all these like you know, I said, if I, if I did like a, a lot, a lot, a lot, it might be different. I was like, but your daddy doesn't do that. Your daddy's very smart about how much he does. And, you know, I just, I really talked to him about it. Like, like he's a little an adult, you know, Educate. and he really understands it and he's totally okay with it. Yeah.
0: And that's totally the tools that you equip your child with is education. Mm-hmm. I mean, they Mm can make their decision as long as you let them know, hey, this is something that you want to put off and, like, maybe Mm -hmm. wait until you're more mature and you're in a different place. You know, you go there, but these are the facts and, like, you know. Mm
2: -hmm. I'm I'm very open with my son about it. He knows about it. It, it, And it got to the point where he just caught me and I didn't want to be shameful and hide it Mm because how are we going to destigmatize that he's going to think it's a bad thing if I'm being shameful and hiding it, like you said, so I was just honest and you know he's sick so he's kind of young i couldn't tell him about cannabinoids and all that but i just made it very simple and told him the same thing it's a plant it's medicine i use it so then he thought oh are you sick because i said Mm -hmm. medicine and i was like well it's not um i'm not sick like you know when you get sick and like you know too serious of an illness it's more you know when you become older or or throughout your life parents and you worry about things you know and i explained that you know you have to keep it simple when they're six years old but yeah um I think it's very honest to be I mean important to be honest and open
1: I agree and that's because that is what we want you know when my parents did that to me when I was younger it really it made me want it more you know when they were against it you know and I was like you know what's weed and oh weed oh don't worry about weed that's a drug that's bad you know and back then obviously it's very different but we all know holy shit we're in 2020 like let's get to a spot where we can have these, like, it is going to become recreational everywhere within the next five years, you know, in my opinion, like, there's so many states right now, especially with quarantine that are debating on making it recreational for people, because they're noticing how much it's helping and how people are feeling, you know, and that cannabis sales are like skyrocketing, you know, so I don't know, it's, it's, that's really what it is. You know, it it is, it's just that honesty aspect. It's just, let me just explain it to you. It is what it is. I'm not going to use terms like we do. I'm never going to say I get super stoned or I get really baked or, you know what I mean? It's just dad uses it as his medicine and it helps him feel better. And he goes from being stressed to not being stressed. And he goes from being kind of sad to being really happy and, you know, and they like that shit. They want you to, they don't want you to feel bad. You know, like, they don't want you to have all these, like, thoughts going through your head. I don't know. Like, my son wants me to have that smile on my face, you know, and he knows that it helps me. So,
0: yeah, it's so cool. it, it improves our parenting. And, it, and patience is a problem oh. that I have. And I think it improves my patience 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: And like you said, um, when you're honest, I think that takes away that curiosity and like, what is that? I want, you know, I want to do that. I want to be involved in that. And this topic actually came up in our 420 virtual session. One of the moms asked, how many of you grew up with parents that smoked, you know, and, mm-hmm. and talked to you and was open to you about it? And a few moms raised their hand and said, yes. And they both said that they didn't start smoking until they were in their early 20s um late you know maybe 19 20 years old so mm-hmm. it wasn't like you know when I was a teenager because my parents were like no don't do that I was very intrigued of course I wanted to try it with my friends like hey so I tried it at 14 years old you know right
1: absolutely that's exactly kind of my situation is everything was like it was a bad thing and I'm not saying my parents Don't get me wrong. I'm saying my parents shouldn't have like, you know, loaded a bowl in the backyard with me at 13 years old and been like, here you go, son. Like, let's, let's try this. But definitely, I think an open conversation could have helped, you know, really explaining it to me. And, but they didn't, they were very like, oh no, no, it's bad. It's, it's, you know, it's weed and you can't do it. And it's a drug and it'll ruin your life. And I'm just like, oh, I want to try it. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's just, it's all about that communication. It really is. And it does, it helps my parenting incredibly. Like I feel I'm so much more patient and I, I feel like I'm a badass dad when I'm high. Like, you know, like I just really do. I feel like I'm like an incredible dad and I care so much about him and like what he needs and, you know, how he's feeling. And I'm like more in tune with him as a kid, you know, and I can get on his level. And you, I'm sure you know too, Being an only, um, being an only child, it's hard because he wants to have fun all, especially right now oh my god you know like he wants to like just be going 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 so you know
2: it yeah. gets me there <laughs> and a lot of your attention
1: yes right absolutely but it's great and I'm, I'm so grateful for it you know and I'm, I'm gonna continue to do it and the older he gets i'll take it one step at a time with him you know i'm not saying i'm gonna let him smoke at the age of 13 everything obviously depends on maturity and He needs to be a certain age for sure, probably like way, like 16, 17, 18. I don't know. We'll see. But
2: in college, when he maybe tries it, you know, that's
1: the that's the hope, right? But I do want want to be,
2: I was, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. I do want to be that parent though. That is definitely if he brings it up and he's like, Hey, so that smell that I've smelled my whole life, my friends do that too. And I'm like, Oh, exactly, you know, I just want to be that parent, it's important for me.
0: Yeah, you want to be open with them. So at least if they get to that point, I mean, again, education is what we equip them with. Exactly. You know, everybody's gonna make mistakes, and as long as we've uh, taught them to learn from whatever mistakes they make and not keep, you know, making the same ones. Mhm. So I'm exactly. Kind of educating them and hope that they make the better decision. I mean, I would, I would, I was a late bloomer, and I think that was good. Mm-hmm. i would hope that i it's agree to college to kind of start you know delving into that world
1: it should be it should be a later on thing because they really especially when you're young and your brain's really developing and you know you know that's the last thing you need is to be smoking all this stuff and you know putting all these things in your brain you know we need that to develop naturally i i honestly You know, obviously I don't, no regrets for anything, but um, doing stuff as young as I was, you know, 13, 14, like we're talking about, like it, it really did mess me up a lot, you know, because that's all I knew at the time. And I got really addicted to it all, like really quick, you know, because it made me feel good and I didn't know how to control it or I didn't have that maturity yet, you know.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, you're a result of your of your experiences. And you've grown into someone who could now turn your experiences around and do something positive with that. And, like, that's great, you know?
1: Absolutely.
0: People through their, through their experiences, so.
1: Yeah, it's super cool. I want to write a book. I have a pretty intense, like, I went through a lot of crazy stuff, too, when I was a kid, like, full-blown, like, road-tripping it with, like, really crazy people like putting myself in like running from the cop situations like it was awful you know but i am very grateful that i i you know have those experiences now to be able to share you know and be able to so when those people you don't get it i'm like like, you can be really shook (laughs) you know what i've been through um but it's amazing you know to be able to relate to people
0: write a script write a script we'll catch it or shoot it
2: Oh my god! We should we'll do a web series.
1: We should so make a web series about cannabis couch. That'd be crazy. Yeah, Bradley can of
2: parenting.
1: Yes, cannabis parenting. Oh my god, that'd be so cool. We'll talk about that that'd after. Be that'd be great.
2: Oh, really? Watch that web series. <laughs> yeah. So, what are your thoughts on CBD? Like, do you use CBD as well? yes how often like do you use it like a a regular daily regimen because i've i've been trying to look into doing that like um incorporating it like either a tincture or gummies i'm not sure what's that
1: this is a full spectrum thousand milligram cbd tincture this is like the best of the best if i recommend any sort of tinctures it needs to be the thousand milligrams oh my gosh Oh my gosh, the husband again. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to answer it. That's
0: why I'm like, we, we, that's why in the email that I sent everybody for virtual karaoke, I'm like, involve your family because they're going to be involved anyway.
1: Right. I'm so sorry. He knows I'm doing this too. We have a routine when he gets home. Okay. So, but yeah, full spectrum, thousand milligrams CBD. It's amazing, I take it every morning and sometimes in the afternoon, depending on my stress level. But I will take about 0.5 milliliters to maybe a full milliliter on each side of my tongue. Again, because my anxiety level is so high. Um, That's just what I do, but I, I incorporate CBD every day into, into my life. It, it has, it's hit me in a different way than THC because CBD has allowed my body to almost become more calm. You know, like, it's not a, like, THC does that, but CBD is solely to help you, like, relax. You know, it, it it's not to, you know, get you all loosey-cuckooed up here. You know, it's, and if you use it daily, like, you will start to feel the benefit People give up on CBD because they don't feel it after the first, like, three days. You know, like, they'll take it for literally, like, four or five days, and they're like, you know what, I i don't know, eh. But it's like, your body's not used to taking it. Your body's used to consuming all of this THC. And now you're throwing in non-psychoactive, like, of course your body's going to take a minute to adjust, but like, people don't get that, you know, but if you really use it and you give yourself that couple weeks of consistency with it, you'll start to notice that, like, I don't know. I notice it like with everything, my energy level increases, my, um, again, my state of mind, my positivity, the... I don't know, just everything. CBD helps out in a different way. And it's like, and like when I'm taking this and then I like smoke a joint afterwards, it's just like, it's like an A, it's like a A plus, like we're ready to like really just, whoa, you know, so. Yeah, like it's great. (laughs) So it's cool. I really recommend it. You know, especially if you have anxiety, CBD is great for that. It's hard to find a bunch of THC strains that are really good for, um, you know especially anxiety and stuff and I don't know like CBD really is that like it has taken my panic attack anxiety like THC takes away my anxiety but I feel like CBD takes away that like panic attack like you know like when my body gets all tense and just like you know I get that anxious like my legs need to just like shake a million miles an hour like it gets rid of that it's incredible
2: I need to give it a try I know. Absolutely, I you do. The thing is, is, that there's so many CBD products out there and like brands. It's like, oh my God, where do you start? Like,
1: mm-hmm. I don't even know where to begin. Absolutely. I will send this to you because there's a lot of bull crap out there. The thing is, is anybody can make CBD. It's not licensed like it is THC. So people, really anybody honestly can just make it if we're being real here. Like you can just say, oh, this is CBD and just sell it online and say, as long as you're not giving medical advice, you can just sell it. So a lot of companies will do that um, because it is non-psychoactive. So I really recommend kind of relying on influencers and people that you feel like you trust in that world, you know, um, to see um hold on um sorry the husband's here hi husband um but you know really just to trust people like to, to follow the people that you trust with it you know don't go to those random companies just because they're offering the 50% offs you know you are gonna have to spend a little more for good quality um I can't quote you on this I do have a code right now code CODE for 50% off Ella Bar Wellness go to my Instagram it's amazing um but it is a little pricier you know they are around like 40 50 maybe even sometimes 60 dollars but again depending how much you need you know if you only need a droplet or two under your tongue every morning this this baby is going to last you a good like month or so you know um
2: if you're somebody that uses cannabis a lot you would probably need um like a higher dose of cvd right
1: I've noticed that for a lot of people. Yeah. I, you know, obviously I don't know exacts, but I know for, um, go ahead. Hold on one second here. Yeah. I know for a lot of people that that uses a lot of THC, that is the situation. Um, then that is, I think, partially the situation with me too. Why do you take a higher amount so I can get to that level, you know, and feel the effects.
0: Bring me a higher <laughs> That's <laughs> what
2: came up
0: recently. That's, that's just a jam.
2: That is. <laughs> so, um, you're gonna tell us about WeedCon, right? A little bit. Of- yeah. What is that? You? I've seen you. I've seen I. You, you mentioned it, you yes Well,
1: Yes. What is that? WeedCon is awesome. So WeedCon is a big uh, conference they do down here in California every year. Um, it's literally a weed conference so it's a bunch of brands a bunch i don't know if you guys have ever been to a legal sesh um where there's a bunch of vendors and booths set up and so it's literally like imagine going to like some big like convention center where there's booths everywhere selling all sorts of shit and you can smoke everywhere
2: i want to go it's like that vibe the
1: the it's it's that's really what it is. It's like there's these booths, you know, there's the glass companies all set up or there's the I
2: mean,
1: concentrate companies all set up and they've got all the dab rigs. <laughs> the way like,
2: hold on we're breaking up. I lost you Okay, there you go. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. How I mean you me, with Corona, how is that happening?
1: Well, so right now um, that's kind of the whole situation with it is everything is virtual right now. So um, WeedCon is now just doing online sessions, online judging sessions, um, online events. So they're basically um, every Friday at 420. If you go to WeedCon Productions on Instagram, you can find the information on there, but they're having like an hour to hour and a half sessions with people Where uh, judges like me are getting on and judging products. So we're given products every week to like, you know, to consume um, and rate if they're good or not. So we go over that too during that. And then we all get really high and people sing. And um, yeah, they normally do like two or three different like singers. And it's just a really good fucking time. And it's, it's, they're doing the best that they can right now. It's been a growing pain like we've all been experiencing with these Zoom sessions and, um, our last session was, was kind of hard for us. You know, we just had a hard time with internet service and stuff like that, unfortunately, but we're doing the best that we can. So, you know, this upcoming Friday, 420, you guys should join us or join us on Zoom. Come smoke, come have fun. It's really cool. And then hopefully at the end of the summer, we're going to have a conference somewhere, a convention somewhere, but it's not a hundred percent. Obviously we'll see.
0: <laughs> um, your people have to bring their own mouthpiece. The
1: dab, room. yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, that's everything.
2: Sponsor it,
1: yeah. Seriously, everything's gonna, gonna change
2: with their ticket. Oh, mouthpiece,
1: no, yeah. All those things are gonna change. All the conferences are gonna change. The big sessions they used to do down here, you know, it's it's all gonna be different. You know, we'll have to see kind of how it goes.
2: But what's happening?
0: What happened? Let me. What happened? It went, and everybody was like frozen. Really? I heard. I heard him fine. Yeah, and I still hear that ringing sound.
1: It is a ringing. I don't think it's my phone. I don't know where that is.
0: It's Jay's place. It's coming from her computer, and she can't hear. <laughs> You guys are funny. (laughs) Oh my god, how, so have you had any, like, theater experience or theater background? You guys have to check out his TikToks.
1: I actually have a lot of theater experience.
0: (laughs) You do? I know it!
1: I have, like, I have, like, almost eight years. I did it a lot when I was a kid. I did theater a lot. I was, like, I was that kid with, like, the like the parted hair, like the blonde parted hair, the super cute smile that was in like all the musicals that I could be in, you know, just like singing my heart out. I was totally that kid. And then I did um a bunch of acting for a long time too. I used to uh do some like independent film stuff down there in Arizona and then I haven't had really too much opportunity here in California yet. I actually just kinda of started to dab into acting and then all this started to happen. So, you know, that's kind of on hold right now. But um, what yeah, I, I absolutely love it. And then my son.
0: TikTok, I mean, it's all part of it.
1: It is. It really is. And my son does acting too. Yeah. So yeah. it's pretty cool. We're we a very theatrical family.
0: <laughs> that's fun. I feel like that's where we're headed. My husband's a musician, and we've been doing like little short films and stuff. And I just feel like everybody's going to have to be a performer.
2: Okay. hmm
1: no shame in that. I love that too. My husband is too. He's a, my husband's a sci-fi creature actor. So it's pretty cool. So he does a lot of that stuff down here, which is pretty epic. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's super cool.
0: All right. Well, I mean, it's been, uh, did you have, was there anything else we wanted to talk about? I can, keep um, record, but I know you have like some dad and husband duties that I don't want to keep you from.
1: No, I would love to do this again at some point. And the only thing I just, I kind of wanted to say to everybody is I know everybody right now is just going through a hard time. You know, I know some people are taking it better than others, but the reality is, is that we're all struggling in different ways, you know? And I just want to say to everybody watching this, if anyone listens to this, just to please just remember that we're all in this together and you are not alone as much as it feels at times that we literally are sitting at home and we're isolated. No one understands if there's a time that, that we shouldn't feel alone. It's now because everybody fucking gets what we're going through. So lean on your people, lean on your friends, your neighbors, you know, just do what you have to do to keep yourself sane and your mental health, make your mental health an absolute priority you know, there's a lot of resources out there that people aren't aware of. There's a lot of um, coaches doing what I'm doing right now. I'm offering free coaching. Unfortunately, right now I'm not taking on really much more clients, but you can reach out to me if you need help. I can direct you to other people. Um, the suicide hotline is a great hotline to call as well. You don't even need to be suicidal to call them. Um, you can just reach out to them if you're just having a difficult experience and they literally will talk to you. Um and there's just a lot, there's just a lot out there. So please just know that everybody, that it's going to be okay. And it's literally as easy as just picking up the phone right now, you know, and just talk about your shit. Like, don't be ashamed for dealing with what you're dealing with right now.
0: Yeah. And I think we're kind of always around. Um, you can hit us up, any of us, uh, Pot Smoking Moms also, um, you know, uh, we, we like to think that we're trying to promote a safe space. Absolutely you know everybody's very the community has been very supportive which i think is a beautiful thing to see especially right now
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. i agree i think everyone's really sticking together through all this you know for the most part you know there's there's people out there that's making this i think a really big deal unfortunately And, and then there's people that aren't taking this seriously at all you know but um i don't know it's just the reality is though is I was looking at my Instagram um, and I think it was literally exactly two weeks ago, maybe a little less. I posted that we just hit a million cases uh, globally. And now we are hitting 3 million cases globally as of, uh, I think probably probably today or tomorrow we'll be there. Um, So we've raised, we've tripled in cases just in the last two weeks. So I know it's really hard for people to stay home right now, but the second that you get that antsiness and you decide it's okay to go out and go out to that public area, you're giving yourself, I mean, you're just exposing yourself like bottom line. So we just have to do the best that we can all of us to just stay healthy and stay home and stay safe. So please everybody.
0: Every, every time somebody steps out or does groceries or does something, it's like a reset, like your counter resets. It's hard, mm-hmm. and
1: the essentials we have to get right but like take those precautions like if you're sitting there in the grocery store line don't be whipping out your phone and touching it you know because you just touched everything else and then you're putting your phone up to your face and then there it is like you got it you know like it's that simple and people need to understand that
0: self-awareness dude for sure yeah. if, if if ever a time where self-awareness needed to start happening it's right now you know
1: 150% agree with that. It needs to happen now. Like Everyone, please be aware of that kind of stuff because that is how this spreads. But I don't know. We're going to be okay. The reality is, is we do have to go back to real life too at some point.
2: Yeah.
1: We will start working again. We will go back to that 40-hour-a-week. God damn it, why am I here job?
0: You don't want that, but no. But I, I feel like we lost him.
2: Yeah. Oh, you can see me. We lost your audio though, for a second.
1: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Can you can see me now.
2: Yeah, yeah, we can see you. It was the audio. Okay.
1: One. Sorry.
2: No. What were we saying? I totally this, not- He says we're gonna go back to our 40-hour we'll week job. That. That's I, I, know,
0: I feel like honestly, we need to also learn a lot from all of this. This, this has to be putting things into perspective, like. You know, family is very important and I feel like it's a rigid, like uh, people have to bust their ass to make enough money to make ends meet, and that's not fair. It shouldn't have to be like that. Yeah. You know, I don't, people, uh, uh, teachers need to get paid because they do a hell of a job. All right. And we need to be able to spend more time with our families if that's the kind of life we need and, and still be able to pay the bills. Because at yeah. the end of the day, it's connections with your family and, like, you know, work is, like, work is work. Yeah. Like, your family is where the heart is and it's just, I don't know, I hate, I hate I never liked how much work you have to do and how crazy everybody is about, like, working overtime and all this stuff and putting all this time in. And it's, like, to me, my time costs more than putting mm-hmm. hours at some place.
1: Hmm. You know? I agree I agree completely it's it's so important like and I think you're right everything right now is putting that all into perspective I don't know if you're seeing what's happening in New York and stuff but it's just it's horrendous they are literally falling apart and there's thousands of people dying every single day you know and I'm seeing all these videos of these bodies getting hauled out and I just imagine the fact that every single one of those people potentially has some of a family and has somebody or you know what I mean so I don't know it's 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 hard at points it really is but
0: but there's like we have to learn a lot from this environmentally speaking too mother earth is crying out to us you know we have to be more crafty we have to come up with with better ways of doing things and if this isn't a lesson then I don't know what is
1: I agree. That's exactly how it needs to be. We just have to get crafty and just enjoy it. You know, we will go back to everything at some point. So do what you can to just enjoy the present moment. You know, it's important.
0: Absolutely. And be thankful for what you have and just, I mean, you know, we're all doing the best we can and... Whenever I'm up, I'm looking for those. I'm seeking people out to see who needs an extra lift. And likewise, you know, if I'm feeling down, I have people that, like, we cycle the madness between me and my husband.
1: (laughs) Right.
2: This is really unique because the entire world is really going through this together. It's not like, you know... a catastrophe that happened in one country it's the whole world everybody everybody's going through this i was just hearing on the news that they're finally allowing children to go outside in spain they haven't been letting go outside they've been not allowed outside at all i can't imagine how traumatic that is for all those months those kids were trapped inside
1: right it's awful you know but I don't know. It, it just, it's about staying safe at the end of the day, you know, and as as long as we all just listen to the rules and do what they're asking us to do, like we will get through it. But the more we, we decide to be defiant and say, screw it, like it's just going to get worse. So again, just please everybody, spread awareness with me and let's just stay safe.
0: And so wash your hands. And
1: wash your hands all the time.
0: And I never <laughs> have never had such drier skin and I really I, need my health. Awful.
1: It's awful. I
0: have black knuckles. Yeah, but you get like I'm sorry. The washing hands fucks with you so much. I really Mm -hmm. have to say, if it's anything that fucks with me, is like the washing of the hands. Where it's like I wash my hands, and I'm so like you know into washing my hands that I like. I wash them too fast, and then I think about, like, oh, that wasn't long enough. I need to wash my hands for longer. And then, like, saying happy birthday twice. After washing your
2: hands. Right. Washing your hands, and during washing your hands. And it's just like. <laughs> right. You got to say happy birthday twice, D. happy birthday. To you. you do. I, my son I know. <laughs> when I feel like I wash my hands after
0: everything I do. Like, yeah. it's constant. I change a diaper. I wash my hands. I change another diaper. I wash my hands. I picked something off the floor. Got to wash my hands. Oh, my God. Got (laughs) to wash my face. I got to wash my hands again.
1: (laughs) Exactly. It's crazy, you know. I don't know. We'll we'll get through it. We will.
0: We will. We're all getting through it together. And we hope we're helping you. Um, Just so that everybody knows, they can reach you at cclifecoaching.com is the website. Uh, on instagram he's cannabis underscore coach and on tiktok he's bradley underscore do you want to do you want
2: to promote your tiktok we're gonna do tiktok yes yeah
1: I'll, i'm gonna be a tiktoker yes
2: yeah you're doing a fabulous job at it
1: thank you're
2: you so you're like a 20k now right
1: yeah it's been it's been an intense growth because it's been just like the comedy stuff you know and it's it's different for sure, but yeah. Back on the seventh, I only had like six thousand followers. So, just the last few weeks, it's been really cool. But yeah, it's just that it's it is it's that can apparent like relatable content. People just love it because they get it. You know, they're like, "Oh my god, I feel the same way." Like, I'm literally just thinking of stuff. Um, I like tell my husband, I'm "Like, okay, think of something that that bothers you, but you would never say out loud." <laughs> like, because that's what I want to do, you know. <laughs> it was like those kind of skits,
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. So
1: man. it's fun,
0: it's super fun. I love TikTok, I love I know,
1: TikTok. yeah, I you're, you're
0: amazing on TikTok too. You do amazing on there. She's so good, She's so good it's so much fun. Uh, I used to do vines. Do you remember vines?
1: It's fun, I do remember vines. I didn't get into the vines, but I, I, I did watch them a lot, yeah. It I didn't like awesome great about stuff, the
0: vines. Oh God! I was that's like, awesome. short form comedy videos. All right, let's do it. It was so much. Right. Fun. I was very heartbroken when they to- tore down that platform. I was just like,
2: oh, I really thought like this was gonna, you know, blow up. Yeah.
0: Know. So TikTok was very refreshing. I was like, kind of skeptical about it, and then, and then I was just like, oh, screw it, let's do it. Why not? And it's right. fun, and that's why I was like, talking to you, like, yo gotta do
1: the cannabis stuff man That's <laughs> <laughs> good i love it <laughs> it's awesome well, if you're not on tiktok get on tiktok because it is a lot of fun
0: yeah you can create awesome. uh so and potsmokingmoms.com, go there communicate with us through instagram uh you could be our tiktok friend uh twitter i don't know i'm not a big fan of twitter right i'm
1: already no i mean who really does twitter like let's be real
0: I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I just, uh, yeah. And Facebook, forget about our Facebook. Just Instagram, TikTok, and like email subscription so you can get in our in our virtual sessions and whatnot, and our podcast. So, thanks so Absolutely. much for joining us. We love you, Bradley. We hope we can uh, hang out with you sometime soon.
1: We will. I feel like one day we're all going to meet and we're going to have like the best time ever. It's going to be awesome. We're
0: taking a road trip to California for sure. You need North to road yeah it <laughs> would be so great that'll be
1: so much fun <laughs> so thanks so much for taking the time to hang with us uh we'll catch you around the
0: internet
1: thanks everybody for listening or watching thank you bye, bye.